This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, good afternoon. All right, football is back. We are uh, extremely excited. The whole building is buzzing. Our, our uh, game week for 2021. It's been a uh, it's been a normal off season, a normal spring football, a normal normal training camp. Um, you know, we built a lot of chemistry throughout uh, training camp. Uh, I thought it was very a successful training camp. Got better in all three phases. I thought uh, players took the next step in their game. Um, on both sides of the ball, but now it's time to go, uh, you know, sharpen up uh, the the last details and get ready for our opening opponent um, this weekend. But we are excited. We're excited to go out there and in front of our fans and not play in front of uh, cardboard cutouts and actually feel the energy and feel the juice from the greatest fans in the country. Questions? How well do you know Bobby Hawk? What's that? How well do you know Bobby Hawk? I don't know him that well. Don't know him that well. Um, yeah, I think we, I mean we've we've met like a handful a handful of times, but really no communication. We're, we're not we're not very close. Jimmy, you know we see the depth chart and Cam Fab is listed as a as a starter. What has he done throughout this off season? I guess prior to that too, to sort of lift himself in that position. Yeah, you know it all comes back to what they do in practice and. Um, We've been able to trust him with the calls. He's been in the right position. He's tackled well. He's been where he's supposed to be, uh, made plays on the football. And, um, you know, he's been here now for, for a couple of years, and it's been fun to watch his progression. Um, and now we're excited to, for him to go out there and, and get his first start. You see him at safety and Buki at nickel. Well, we'll see. We'll see on Saturday. Jimmy, uh, Cooper McDonald was listed as a starter as one of the outside linebackers. Uh, how have you seen his progression from 2020, obviously, where he got thrown into the fire a little bit, to 2021 now? Yep, yep. So if you remember, you know, I mentioned last year that uh, the game did not seem too big for him. He was out there as a true freshman making plays. He was out there in practice running with the ones. And you could just see the look in his eye. Like, he's, he, he was ready to play some big-time football. And now he's a better player now than he was last year. Uh, he's made a, a bunch of plays. He's going to make some more plays now that, that he gets to hit a quarterback. Uh, our quarterbacks are completely off limits. And so uh, it's going to be fun for really that whole defensive front now to have the, the, the leash taken off, so to speak, and, and they get to actually go hit the quarterback. Um, I'm excited for those guys because all they hear from me every play is stay away from the quarterback. Stay away. Don't touch him. Get away. You're too close. Don't breathe on him. And so now uh, they get to go hit somebody with a different jersey color in the strike zone legally and not after the, the whistle. How close was the competition for the spot that Cooper McDonald has? You had Braylon Trice and I think Smalls could have moved over if he wanted. And that seemed like a pretty hotly competitive slot. Mm-hmm. How did it figure out? We feel really good about our depth at that position right now. And 
just because Cooper is slated as a starter, all those guys are going to play, and you're going to see all those guys play on on, on Saturday evening. Um, so yeah, you're you're correct. It, it is a it was a hotly contested battle, very very competitive. Um, but at that position, just like a lot of our positions, you see guys roll in, and uh, when those guys need to, you know, get a break, get on the sideline, get refreshed, get regrouped, get their legs back under them, those other guys are going to be in there, and so we're going to get a bunch of guys um, opportunities, especially at our defensive end position, outside linebacker. Jimmy, could probably say the same thing about your running backs in terms of the depth and guys going mm-hmm. in and out. Can you say about your running? Oh yeah, the stable is deep. The stable is deep. We have a bunch of we have a bunch of players that have played a, a lot of football for us um, in in our running back room, and it's always nice to get a fresh guy back there uh, going at our, our our opponent. And so you guys see the depth chart there, guys with a, a bunch of carries uh, that have made a bunch of plays for us over the years, and you'll see those guys on Saturday. Jimmy, now that you've nearly finished training camp what do you see as the strengths of this team yeah I think uh, the first thing is our offensive line I think we are extremely um, veteran talented and deep and very very deep at our offensive line I would say that that is a a definite strength of ours Um, and then I'll I'll leave it right there everyone Use staying with offensive line, but any other position that you feel pretty good about your depth, it's, it's kind of rewarding. Usually, coaches never say they think they're deep; they're always worried about. But <laughs> so, do you do you leverage that by consciously, strategically rotating, bringing guys in back and forth, fresh blood, or do you also have to balance that with getting the guys out there and, and getting plenty of reps during during the game? You're speaking about our. For you for the players. You're speaking about our offensive line. Is yeah, in the case of offensive line, but any, any of the other positions too. The defense backfield maybe. Might right. Be um, well, well, with our with our offensive line, we have everybody back from last year for one, and we also have guys back from the year before that have had a lot of starting experience for us. Um, and then we've we've added pieces to our offensive line as well, and they've been able to come in here and and, and learn what we do and learn from some from some uh, veteran guys. And you know, I think the talent that we have in that room, uh, you know, some of our backups and even even backup backup guys could could start for a lot of other places. Um, so it is a it is a uh, pleasure to have so much depth um, at that position, which I think is the most critical position um, on a football team, and uh, is by far my favorite position, offensive line. Jimmy, you've, you've obviously coached a lot of games in this stadium. Do you think it'll be different for you on Saturday as the head coach with actually fans in the stadium than like what you experienced last year? Yeah, be more enjoyable. That's what it will be. Uh, we missed them last year. We missed our fans. We missed our fans. We missed that energy, that boost that they give us. It's. Um, I know our players in the spring game when we had the 9,000 uh, fans, how much they appreciated that and how much they felt that energy. And so hopefully we get a packed house on Saturday. Um, our staff, our players, we cannot wait for that moment to, to hear their cheers and go out there and, and make plays for them and play smart football and get them out of their seats cheering for the dogs. Uh, we're, we're all excited about it. Jimmy, your 
return guys. When I look and we saw what Giles Jackson did at Michigan, and he's really explosive and arguably your best defensive player returning punts who we got a glimpse of last year. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about your best defensive guy returning kicks and then just the explosiveness? Yeah, I'll start with Trent. I really love when defensive guys are, are return guys. I, I really like that. It really shows off their their ball skills, their ball awareness. Trent's one of our faster players. He's really good with the ball in his hands. And so that's going to be exciting. It was exciting last year just to, he only had a, a couple to field that he was able to return. Had a really good one against Oregon State. Uh, but I know our opponents are, are going to take notice when 22 standing back there. He's... Uh, He's lethal with the ball in his hands, and I know he's excited and hungry to get the opportunity to go make some plays. And then, yeah, Giles uh, Jackson, obviously explosive, also one of our faster players who's already done it for another team. And now he's shown that he's uh, very, very capable of doing that, which we've seen in practice. And uh, and you'll, you'll see him back there. He's another guy that uh, if you don't fit it just right, he could take it the distance. Yeah, on that same note, uh, I see Cam Davis is also listed as an option for kick return, which obviously we've seen him in the in the running game. But what do you think he can bring to the return game as well? Yeah, you know, you see Cam in the running game. He's so explosive. I mean, the hole opens. He just hits it in the running game. And so very, very similar to kickoff return. He has that next gear where he can take it to the house. And so we put him back there. He's strong. He's big. Um, we feel he's going to be a, a difficult uh, return man for a kickoff team to bring down just with one guy. They're going to need multiple guys to bring him down, just like they just like they do on defense. It's hard to bring him down, so we're very very excited about, about him back there. Uh, just gives us another threat um, to to try to really give our offense some great field position or get our PAT unit out there. That'd be nice. He just goes down and then PAT field goal. Let's go. Let's get out there and kick the extra point. What has Jalen Polk did done since he got here in the spring to really solidify his standing here? Yeah, I am so proud of that young man. He has put so much work in. Um, I don't know. It might go back and forth who's first in the building, either Eddie or, or Jalen Polk. He is here first thing in the morning, and he is just ready to grind, ready to learn, ready to watch his reps from the day before. How can he, how can he get better? What's the installing for the day? What I love about him is the mentality that he brings every single day to practice. He's tough. Uh, he, he, he goes up and he makes the tough catches in, with, with DBs draped all over him, grabbing him, pulling his jersey off, and he still makes those catches. Uh, he knows who to block in the run game. You know, I told him the other day, I, his mentality, he could play DB for us. He really could. He could play safety. He could play nickel. He could play corner. Um, and I want all of our receivers to be that way. But he's also game-changing and catching the football. He's hard to rip the ball out of his hands. So I'm ex very excited about the work that he's put in. And now let's, let's, go, let's go do it when the lights are shining bright this Saturday night. I've been excited about Rome for, for a while now. Did he, did he have the progress this camp that you were hoping for? He did. He did. And, and, and some and some uh, took on a leadership role another guy that uh, all you got to do is just watch him you can see his work ethic is just off the charts uh, he's he's hard to cover he's got size that you can't teach he has speed that you can't teach and he has the right mentality another guy that I'm extremely excited about and now it, we, we got to go do it when this when the lights are shining um, but I'm very excited about Rome he had an excellent training camp
What's the what's the biggest area of improvement for him specifically from last year? You think to this year? Um, I think just more. Now he doesn't have to think about where he's lining up or what the route is or where, where he's supposed to break the route off of. Now now he's just doing it because he's done it so many times. So now I see him actually coaching the, the new guys now. Hey, no, you're supposed to do this. You're supposed to do that. So just, you know, when you're the new guy, you have to absorb the playbook. You can't just say, hey, okay, I'm 6'3", I'm fast, I'm going to go make the play. you got to know where to line up. Uh, well, if you get this coverage, now you got to run this route. If you get this coverage, you got to run that route. What's the depth? And then, oh, oh, by the way, go catch the football. And so I think he's passed all of those obstacles now. Now he, he he's going to play, and he's going to play fast. And so that's where he's at now. And, uh, yeah, I think we're all going to see it on Saturday and, and beyond. Well, along those same lines, just the offense just to install a year ago. Yep. When you don't know when you're playing, things are getting caught up, you're doing stuff on Zoom, and now yeah. you've had months to get. Yeah. How much further ahead are you? Oh, yeah. And a quarterback that's never played college football before. I mean, there's, there was a, a, about a, a million obstacles last year. Brand new offense and everything that you just said, softy. So, yes, we are light years away from where we were last year. We have a quarterback that's got starts under his belt. He knows what it feels like. Uh, we have an install now that is – we have installs on top of installs, three, four, five plays ahead now, not just the beginning play that we all just have to learn. Um, a complete offseason, spring football, a complete training camp. We never missed a never missed a practice due to anything like we did last year in 2020. There's no pauses, no nothing, and so um, and we always got to get better. We're not going to be perfect. We're always got to get better, but we are light years away where we were last year. Speaking of obstacles, Jimmy, um, you've been around the transfer portal now. Uh, how much more difficult? It's dark in there. It's weird. I've been. Yeah, it's just like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How much more difficult is uh, roster management in this era compared to before? Yeah, it's 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 more difficult. It's more difficult, but it's part of the job. It's part of the job. And we're not going to make excuses, not make explanations. Things change, and this is this is part of the change. What what really though is the big obstacle right now is the pause year that the NCAA gave all the student athletes last year. So everybody's on pause. So who's a senior? Who's a junior? Who's going to leave early to the NFL? Are they going to stay for their senior year or are they going to leave? So that's kind of more, even more of an obstacle of, of adjusting. Um, do you have extra scholarships? Do you not have extra scholarships? But you're right, the, the, the transfer portal as well. Maybe someone you thought was going to stay is leaving and now they leave. And then yeah, you have to replace that guy with somebody else um, if there's a viable uh, candidate in the transfer portal. Do you have to... Uh, have an assistant coach dedicated to that sort of thing or how do you specifically manage? Yeah, I mean, without giving away the details of how we do it, because I think we do it for really, really well, uh, but we, we, we're all a part of it. Our recruiting staff, our coaches, and of course myself, we're all a part of who's available, who's not available, and um, of course, who may be also uh, jumping in the portal from our team. Jimmy, um, you know, Sam is listed on the depth chart, Sam mm -hmm. Heward, mm -hmm. and obviously the plan is not to throw him in, I'm sure, but if there was a situation... How do you know that? I said, I'm sure. Oh, I'm, not, the first I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not certain. Um, but if he were to be in a situation where he, he had to play, what would your confidence level be like with a guy who hasn't played football going in and playing as a true freshman? 
Yeah, I, I, I think he's put in the preparation. He's made a bunch of plays here in training camp. You guys saw it. He even took more of a step in this last uh, week and a half. Took a bunch of reps. My confidence level would be high. Um, this time last year, guys, we had Dylan Morris, who never played a college football game. And now I keep saying that over and over. I just want to remind you guys. Uh, that's We had a starting quarterback that had never played college football before. And uh, JD and the crew did a really nice job of, of making him operate and making him successful. Um, and so my confidence would be extremely high if Sam Heward was in there because I know we would prepare him. Uh, we wouldn't put him in adverse situations. And we would lean on our strengths as an offense and make sure we're, we're getting plays to him where he can be successful. Jimmy, what would you make of, of Dylan's progression, maybe from the end of last year, through spring ball and through this camp to where he is yeah. you know, now? Yeah, he's a, he's a way better football player. Like I, 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 know I just keep saying he's, he's, he, now he's started four college football games where last year he had never uh, played football ever in a college atmosphere. Um, he's just went through a whole off season that's ex that's was regular for the first time. 2020 was not regular, as we all know. Um, and he's he's taken his game to to new heights. I don't want to put a metric on it, um, but I know you guys saw it just in all the open practices that we we had open. That you guys you guys saw his progression. He makes the throws, and and then internally, what you guys don't see is he gets us in good plays. We call a bad play into a front that we don't want to go into or coverage or a blitz. He gets us out of that play and gets us into a really successful play, turns into a touchdown, turns into a 20, 30-yard gain. Those are things that you probably can't see, obviously, from the naked eye. But what you guys did see was uh, an accurate thrower, a, throw, a, a quarterback making really good decisions and getting it to the open player and not forcing it. Um, so he's a way better player. Um, and he should be from 2020 to 2021. How would you describe his leadership? Yeah, how would I describe it? I and on top of that, how much the guys respect him? Well, yeah, okay, that's what I was going to start with. Um, the guys gravitate towards him because they know how much work he puts into it. Uh, they they know that it means a lot to him. They see the preparation that he goes through. Again, another player that's here early, that's always up in the hallways, he's here late. And then they see when he commands the offense, he knows he knows the adjustments. He knows where we're supposed to run it, where we're supposed to throw it. Um, so there's a lot of respect, uh, not only on the offensive side of the ball, but on the defensive side of the ball, uh, because he makes a bunch of plays and he puts the work in. And so his leadership right now, you know, he's still a younger guy. Um, but everyone gravitates to him, gravitates to him uh, because he's such a he's such a gym rat. You've obviously got some wiggle room with the, the four game rule, but would you like to redshirt Sam Heward if possible? So those are you know, those are open discussions throughout every single position group. And I never say I want to redshirt anybody if we need somebody to play to help us be really good in 2021 at any position we we we, we those guys need to be prepared and ready to go and so i, I never want to say oh i hope i want to redshirt that guy what i want to do is i want to win the pac-12 championship and go to a big bowl game and so does our whole team and so whatever we need to do to do that that's what we're going to do you guys have a player on your roster who played in missoula montana last year in camden sermon and i'm just wondering Obviously, we, you know, people won't see him a lot out front, but what has he done to make this team better since he got here? Yeah, Camden, he's, uh, 
He's a he's a player that's very athletic for for one, very athletic. Could probably play multiple positions, uh, but does have a live arm. Um, a, a, another guy that I just love because he's such a hard worker. You know, we call him bricklayers. He's a bricklayer. The guy just works his his tail off. And uh, and then when he gets his opportunity, he goes in there and he, and he makes plays. I mean, this guy he's he's a freshman that's out there and and. Uh, thrown to who he's supposed to be thrown to he he pulls the ball and runs the ball and our our defense can't catch him um he's definitely an added addition to our to our program and I, we want to keep adding tough physical hard-working players like hamden sermon to be talked about getting to a big bowl game i assume the goal is to win the big bowl game when you get there but that's the path that's true qualify for the bowl game. yeah we don't want to lose it that's for sure jake browning would say later in his career it's time for us to win a game like this after Agreed. losing to Penn State and Alabama. Agreed. Why is this program in a better position now to maybe do something like that? I mean, that's what we that's what we work for every single day. And I don't want to just sit up here and talk about it. We got to go do it. We got to go do it. Um, and so we feel like we've we've uh, got schematics in all three phases that are going to help us. We feel like we've uh, recruited and have players here that are going to help us uh, win the Pac-12 championship first and then go to that big bowl game and win that game. And so we feel that we feel like we're we are on that right track. But guess what? We got to go do it. And so I don't want to sit up here and, and talk about it. We're gonna, we, we need to go show it. And um, hopefully in five months from now, that's what we're doing. Jim, with the Alliance uh, suggesting there's going to be a lot of high-profile non-conference games, is a game like this against a Big Sky team and maybe even an Arkansas State, is it kind of an endangered species now considering, you know, the thought process that's there? That's interesting. Um, I don't think so. I think... And again, this is probably this is more of an athletic director question in terms of scheduling and all that. But I think there's always going to be a place for this somewhere, whether it's us or in another conference. Um, I mean, I know the SEC, they love to play, you know, Northwestern directional state. I mean, those guys play two of them a year, but doesn't no one talks about that. Um, but um, so I think it's still here to stay and I think it's great. I think it's great. I come from. I played and coached at, a, at an FCS program, and um, it's it's great for college football. I don't think we should. Uh, I don't think those should stop at all. You know, even with this alliance, I don't think the the main goal is for all your non conference games to be against all those teams. I don't think that's the. I don't think that's the goal, and and especially geographically, that doesn't make a lot of sense. And so, when you have teams that are here out on the west the West Coast, whether it's an FCS or Mountain West team, that makes more sense for the Pac-12 to play an FCS team out West and a Mountain West team out West. Uh, just like you've just seen this last weekend with UCLA playing Hawaii and then the games that are be coming up here this weekend in terms of us playing Montana, San Jose State playing USC. Those are geographical games that make sense. So I don't see those going away, but that's just coming from me. I'm, I'm nobody. <laughs> You look at running backs and wide receivers, they're runners and catchers. Talk about how important those two groups are to your, to the rest of your game as far as their ability to block, how important that is to you, and how much attention you have to pay that. Some, some guys obviously are better blockers than other, 
How important is that to you? Wide receivers and running backs, did you say? Yeah. Blocking, yeah. I mean, that's, well, yeah. Fo football fundamentals on, on the offensive side of the ball, you got to be able to block. Uh, to run the football and to throw the football, you got to be able to block. And then on the other side, you got to be able to tackle. So those are football fundamentals that are extremely important. Jimmy, with Mike Kelsey gone and Bob Gregory now having, you know, spring and fall camp as a defensive coordinator, has it been pretty seamless or has it been different? It's been seamless. Coach Gregory's brought some, uh, you know, some awesome ideas, which we've implemented. Um, and I know you know, the, a, a defensive guy or, or an offensive guy would be able to notice that what we've done different in spring and, and uh, in the fall. But you guys got to remember, Bob Gregory and I have been coached together now going on nine years, two years at Boise State and all of our years here. And he has always been uh, a very important part and role of how we devise game plans from week to week. Uh, he runs, you know, the inside linebackers, and he's right in the middle of the D line and the DBs, and and also our middle linebackers call the defense, and so he's been right in the middle of it for almost a decade. And so, correct, yep, we're running our defense, the defense that's been one of the top defenses in the country for a lot of years now. We're running the same defense. Jimmy, you mentioned how your players feel different, but how about for you? How does this feel different? for your first game now versus last season? Um, I mean, preparation-wise, it doesn't feel different. I'm just really excited for our fans, and I'm really excited for our players to play in front of fans. Um, you know, there was just an eerie feeling going out there. We're pumping in, piping in music, pump, pumping in uh, fake crowd noise and the cardboard, creepy, the creepy cardboard cutouts. If we ever have a pandemic again, let's not do that. Can we, can we get that canceled? <laughs> Um, so, I did not. No, no. They already scared me when I would just run by to go do my workout in the middle of the day and all these things were looking at me. But uh, no. Um, so, I mean, the, the biggest thing is we just can't wait to go to go perform in front of our fans. If, if anything, if anybody is in all of sports in the last year, we haven't realized how important fans are to sports. Um, yeah, we got to be. You just you just got to see the magnitude of what they mean to the game. Every single game, not just our sport, but call. And then, but then you look at college football. It's such a passionate, passionate sports uh, sport, and the fans um, are so fanatical about it, which we love. And to not have them for all of last year was extremely tough. And so that's what um, I know. I'm looking forward to. I know our team's looking forward to. Jimmy, along those lines, and I, I don't know, maybe this may concern you, maybe it doesn't. I'm sure you'll find a way to get irritated with the question. But I don't get irritated. They, the stadium is now serving beer and wine yep. all over the place, and mm -hmm. they're not letting fans go to their car. Mm -hmm. So they're staying in the stadium. And uh, Did that ever, did you notice that at the start of the third quarter sometimes mm -hmm. when things were lightened? Did that kind of, maybe with Chris, did it influence his decision to kick? Or, like Mike Homer, for example, would always want to be on offense to start the third quarter because there were less people in the state because they were outside doing whatever. Did mm. that hurt influence at all? No, that didn't influence us, but we definitely noticed we we would notice uh, the stadium, you know, emptied out when the when the third quarter would begin. Um, you know, it's really hard to try to 
dictate if you're going to have the ball or not have the ball. Uh, you know, you got to win the coin toss to dictate those sorts of things in the beginning of the game. But, um, you know, I think our administration noticed noticed that. And hopefully this this helps, but also hopefully this helps our fans not feel like they have to leave in order to have the beverage of their choice. <laughs> now they can just stay seated and and it can come to their seat or they have to go get it. I'm not sure how that's how that's going to work. So hopefully this is an upgrade. I feel like it is. I feel like it's an upgrade. Um, and um, I'm, I'm excited that our fans are will we'll have that option. How much are you directly involved in those conversations about things like that? Not really directly, just notified, really, just notified. Uh, that is definitely not on my plate. I'm, we're trying to complete passes and stop people and get sacks and make field goals. Season long captains or is that game by game this year? It's game by game. It's game by game. One position group we asked, but that's critical in terms of winning, is your, uh, your place kicker and the punter. And what kind of uh, training camp do they have? They had a very competitive training camp. Uh, they did. I, mean, you know, I was very proud of uh, Peyton Henry and Tim Horn, two quality kickers. Uh, and then even our punters, I mean, Race Porter and Tristan Brown performed really, really well. Long snapper Jadens has, has performed. Uh, you, you, know, you don't ever want to talk about him. But that means he's doing his job, and, and he, he's been like a ghost, which is perfect. You know, he's, he's firing that thing back there. And, um, and we're, we're deep. We're deep at, the, at those positions. So, again, extremely happy when we have, we have depth that we trust and we have, we have a lot of depth at uh, kicker and punter. To make an adjustment now that there'll be fans there. I don't put anything in the space, but you know what I mean. Like they, they want fans, and now there's fans. No, no just like we all, we we got to go perform and and execute and do our job. Um, if we're expected to throw the ball and complete a hitch, that's what we have to do. Whether there's cardboard cutouts or fans, um, and the same thing with a with a field goal kicker. I mean, if there, there's fans out there, we got to make it. And if there's not, we still got to make it. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.